Mayor's report, Mayor Evans. Okay, my, my mayor's report tonight um, will be my annual report to council as advertised. Um, it's a little long, but uh, I promise it's full of really good fun stuff. <clears throat> Again this year, um, I wanna remind you guys, as well as myself, that when I campaigned for mayor, there was three things I said. One, I wanted, to, I wanted to see my hometown managed more efficiently, more productively, and more professionally. Two, I wanted city utility rates to be more competitive while still providing great service to our citizens. And three, I wanted to clean up and fix up my hometown. These were my goals. This was my campaign. These are the reasons I ran for mayor. For the rest of this report, and it's long, <clears throat> anytime I say we or us, I want you all to know who I'm talking about. We or us is referring to our entire team of city staff. We're about 80 strong, and I'm just mayor. I rarely make decisions by myself. I rely heavily on my staff when making decisions. Everyone at this table is also part of our team. And the more we all work together, the better Jackson becomes. <clears throat> How do we make our city run more efficiently, more productively, and more professionally? It really is all about the people. <clears throat> we are fortunate to have a really good staff in both management and the workforce here in Jackson. Uh, and many of our people are just truly outstanding. We continue working to raise expectations for not only our existing people, but to ensure that new employees are the best of the best and are chosen for the right reasons. We continue working to reorganize and, mod and modify our staffing needs to meet today's needs as, and as efficiently as possible. We continue to work working to upgrade job descriptions, policies, procedures. Many of these things are very much outdated. <clears throat> Once again, Utility rates were not raised in the city of Jackson in 2021. Applause, please. <clears throat> Obviously, with, raising, with rising costs and increased rate of inflation, we won't be able to hold the rates flat forever. But the rate cuts that we've previously made and the lack of new increases has made our city utility rates much more competitive and in line with other area providers. In February of last year, we increased our efforts to clean up and fix up our town by hiring a part-time code enforcement officer. And it's made a huge difference. In the last year, code enforcement has dealt with over 240 cases of high weeds and grass, over 100 cases of litter and trash, 57 cases of unsafe buildings, and 10 actual full building demolitions. So halfway through my first term as mayor, these things continue to be my goals for our city, and I'm proud that we're making progress in all these areas. A year ago, in my annual report, I stated, and I made the statement, the city income tax revenue is going to change Jackson. 
and it already has. Tax provided us over 2 million revenue in 2021. With this revenue, we paved almost five miles of 13 different streets, and every penny of that paving was with income tax revenue. <clears throat> we also partnered with ODOT and paved State Route 139 and State Route 93 south of town. The income tax allowed us to budget for a million dollars worth of additional infrastructure work for 22, most of which will be street paving and related work. <clears throat> also, the city and ODOT plan this year to resurface State Route 93 all the way through town, State Route 788, which is Athens Street, and East Broadway Street. <clears throat> Our plan is to repair and repave every street in town. That's about 52 miles of streets, plus the parks, the parking lots, and the access roads. <clears throat> it may take 10 years to get them all. And by that time, it will be time to start over. Without the income tax, these improvements would not have been possible. The income tax also provides for about half of our two million plus police budget. We're very excited about getting our police staffing numbers back up to where we think they need to be and plan to complete that by the end of this year. <clears throat> We've initiated several key projects in 21, including technology upgrades and infrastructure improvements. <clears throat> in May of last year, we began a massive GIS mapping project. The goal of this task is to capture GPS points and data for all city utilities. This includes water lines, sewer lines, manholes, valves, meters, fire hydrants, storm sewers, electric service lines, poles, transformers, and so forth. Having this information readily available on a computer screen, whether it's in the office or in the field, will tremendously increase efficiency for service work and emergency repairs. It will also make accurate information readily available for prospective customers, for grant applications, for maintenance records, and so forth. This project is long overdue, and it's taking the city of Jackson into the 21st century in utility mapping and moving away from the old, antiquated, inadequate, or non-existent paper maps. The recent water break on East Broadway Street reinforced the need for these records. We had very little accurate information, <coughs> excuse me, <coughs> we had very little accurate information regarding the, the, the size of the line, where the shutoff valves were, where related service line tie-ins were. <clears throat> For over 24 hours, we didn't have the knowledge required to shut that 12-inch water main off unless we shut down the entire city water system. In fact, our main source of information that day during that break, that day, that night, and the next day, I should say, during that break, was what long-term, long-time city employees remembered or had been previously told. 
<clears throat> in addition to these mapping improvements, other areas saw technology upgrades in 21. The utility building office can now allow online and text viewing and paying of utility bills. Technology upgrades in the auditor's office allow for more efficient processes and a trend toward more paperless transactions and records. We've upgraded the equipment in this room and now we stream these meetings on YouTube at a much higher quality than they were than they could be seen before. <clears throat> Providing reliable and efficient water distribution and wastewater collection service for the community continues to be a top priority for this administration. Water line breaks are common due to the age of our line. In fact, we've had uh, approximately eight to 10 water breaks already this year. We even have one right now, as we sit here. <clears throat> we also have a lot of infiltration of rainwater into the old sewer lines. It causes us to treat many times the normal amount of, of sewer during a rain event, and that's costly. For this reason, we've identified six critical infrastructure projects to address the aging water, water and wastewater lines. And we're going to need to continue these types of projects every year from now on. Three of our current projects are fully or partially funded, including our Mill Street Area Sewer Extension Project, our Mitchell to Wood Sewer Replacement Project, and our main trunk line, it's a lining project of one of our main sewer lines. <clears throat> we were awarded $1.75 million in grant funding in 21 and have several grants still pending. We continue to working, we continue working to identify and prioritize repair and replacement projects. We spend a tremendous amount of time seeking outside funding for these projects. <clears throat> Each of the city's departments saw successes in 21 and plan continued improvements in 22. Our street and alley services department continue repairing and replacing curbs and sidewalks uh, and we'll be back at it as soon as the weather allows. This is all in addition to, the, to what used to be their regular work of cleaning and repairing streets, trash collection, taking care of our parks, mowing our parks, etc. <coughs> and this is the crew that's always ready and willing to work all hours of the night if necessary to make our streets safe from snow and ice. <clears throat> we increased the cemetery budget and plan increased staffing this spring to better keep up with the massive task of keeping that 62 acres <clears throat> mowed and looking nice. Most of you don't realize that our budget to run that cemetery is over $400,000 a year, more than the cemetery levy brings in. We also paved about 1.2 miles of cemetery streets and plan to pave more of them this year. We archived all the old cemetery records last year. That's 27 of those huge books of old handwritten records. And we began planning a computerized plot management system. <clears throat> we began efforts in 21 at council's request 
to bring the cemetery more in compliance with existing rules and regulations. And we will continue those efforts this year, focusing on plots where violation causes maintenance issues. However, for those who visit the cemetery regularly and take really good care of their own plots or those plots of their loved ones, if your decorations are not causing us problems, we are going to show some compassion and allow you some space to grieve and to heal. <clears throat> Our electric department continues to provide incredibly reliable electric service to our customers and respond very quickly to outages. <clears throat> in addition, they completed in-house upgrades at our lick substation and a couple of our primary feeder lines. Our in-house tree trimmers allow us to avoid the cost of outside contractors to keep our main lines clear and also allow us efficiently to address our other tree trimming needs. At our water and wastewater plants, we've cut down on the use of outside contractors and perform almost all maintenance in-house now, even though we've reduced staff and reduced overtime costs. We've updated, updated technology for communications at our five water booster stations and at our 16 wastewater lift stations. These are the kind of efficiency improvements that make me proud. The COVID-19 pandemic continued throughout 21 and caused us <clears throat> some very sad times in the city. Early, early in February, Rob Norman from our utility office lost his battle with COVID. Rob was that nice, Mr. Nice Guy personality that just made everyone love him. I mean, even when he was there to shut off their utilities. <clears throat> then on August 9th, Councilman John Peters passed away. John was like a full-time councilman. He did his research. He usually knew what he was talking about. And, and John worked hard to make sure things were done the way they were supposed to be done. Less than two weeks later, on August 18th, we lost our longtime deputy auditor, Wendy Sexton. Wendy pretty much stayed behind the scenes. Brett gets all the photo ops. <laughs> but Wendy was the heart and soul of our auditor's office. All three of these individuals were outstanding in their role with the city, and each of them continued to be sorely missed. 2021 was a busy year in the city of Jackson, and it makes the time fly by. It's hard to believe that I've been your mayor for two years already. It has taken me this long to realize that all the people who tried to talk me out of running for mayor were right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I love being your mayor. It's challenging. It's rewarding. And at times it's maddening. 2021 was a good year for the city of Jackson. It takes all of us working together to make it happen. And I thank each of you for your role in making it work. 2022 is going to be even better. Thank you. Thank you.